Hi there, and welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here on our little hobby farm, how I keep it simple in my homeschool, where you'll always just hear a lot about Jesus, because I truly do believe the remedy for clutter and chaos in our world is Jesus. The more we desire Him, the less we naturally desire the things of this world, and the easier it is to live more simply. So this episode has caused me so much grief. I don't know why, but I actually recorded this episode ahead. And then when my darling husband, Steve, went to edit it and get it ready for uploading, it vanished. It magically vanished into thin air. And so this is a re-record. And I'm just, you know, I was praying before this and I was like, okay, Lord, I guess there was something maybe you didn't want me to say in the last episode or there's something you want me to say in this one because I had to do the whole thing over. So this is like take two of this week's episode. So it's actually going up a little bit late because of that. But hey, all in God's timing, right? I wanted to talk today um, a little bit about how I'm getting back to simple. I've had a kind of a crazy week and... Everything's been up and down and round and round. And I'm going to share a little bit about that and really what God's been stirring in me. Um, And I've realized I need to get my focus back to where it needs to be, back to the simple life. So I'm going to talk to you guys about that in just a minute. Before I start, I want to thank my podcast sponsor, as always, Apologia. Apologia is an amazing Christian publishing company. They have lots of resources for the homeschooling family, for a family who just is looking for some um, good Christian resources. They have more than just homeschooling curriculum. However, if you are a homeschooler, I do want to mention that right now they're having their second semester stock up sale where you can save up to 25%. That ends on February 4th. If you go to apologia.com shop, you can stock up on maybe some new curriculum for the second half of the year. So anyway, I wanted to talk today about... Um, getting back to simple and what's really been going on with me lately. Um, It's been, it's been a whirlwind of a week. So I posted a little bit on social media, trying to give some updates here and there. Um, You know, just, just some crazy unexpected things going on. And it's really kind of helping me these trials actually I'm thankful for them they're really helping me get my mindset back where it needs to be um and I'm excited I'm excited because I feel like God is really working in me lately so where do I even begin okay let's see last week last week I hit a really low point and um I'll be honest with you I almost quit simply living for him (laughs) I almost quit my ministry. And so, you know, there's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes of running a ministry, a business, whatever it is. And, you know, sometimes it can be really hard. And I was really just like, you know what, I'm done. I'm done with all this. And, you know what, I just want to live my little quiet life and not um, do this anymore. And Steve and I sat in Panera Bread for about three hours and he what a good guy. He um, he just pointed me back to Jesus and why I do what I do and helped me regain my focus. Um, so I've been working on some things with the Lord personally. I won't get into all those details. But, you know, then I had a few things this week, just like um, I unexpectedly 
had some results at a doctor appointment that could have sent me into a fit of worry because that has happened to me in the past. Um, and anytime health things come up, it's one of those things that usually can make me get overly concerned. I w- let's not call it overly concerned. Overly anxious and worried. And it can cause me to really go down the sin of worry. And so I just want to give glory to God that this week I had... Um, I found out that I have to have some um, cardiology workup and there were some abnormalities on some testing I had. And quite frankly, I think I'm fine. I feel fine. But, um, you know, it's it was still sort of unexpected and just like, okay, now I have to go for more testing and I have to wait a month for that appointment. And all the what ifs and the worry can easily, easily um, take over for me especially in the past. But giving all glory to God, I have been like not worried at all. I have peace, really, no matter what the outcome. I have peace. Um, God is in control. He created my heart. (laughs) He created my life. Um, And, you know, whatever will be, will be. And um, I'm confident, though, that, you know, all will be fine. But like, I've really just been thinking, so, you know, I have to wait a month for this appointment. I'm really not going to sit around for a month and Google it and worry about it. And that's what I've done in the past. Because why go to Google when I have God, right? And so I'm just, you know, so grateful um, that God has been transforming me in that area of my life. And so the other thing was, um, We've been reading The Hiding Place. I know I've talked about that a lot on the podcast, on social media, but honestly, this book has changed my life. If you have read, if you haven't read The Hiding Place, go read it because it will change your life. If you have read The Hiding Place, go read it again (laughs) because I feel like this is a book I will read again and again because it really transformed my thinking like no other book besides the Bible, obviously. Um, And it's, I think though, that God has kind of intersected all these things kind of going on at once because I I feel like he's really he's really like stripping away a lot of stuff in my life um and so I'm just grateful I'm grateful that he's working in me it's not warm and fuzzy it doesn't always feel good but it is good because it's God's work and so you know one of the things I've been thinking about is that um I haven't been talking as much on Simple Living for Him about my simple life. And, you know, we moved out here to this hobby farm five years ago. And back then I used to write a lot more about, you know, getting rid of just clutter um, to to really focus on what matters most. And I've always included mental clutter in that in that category of clutter, you know, to just focus on what matters most. And I used to post a lot more, I think, about like the farm life and all that. And it's kind of interesting because... <clears throat> In the past year, I feel like, I don't want to say, you know, I've, I'm still always that simple girl at heart, and I still totally desire to live a simple life, but I feel like some parts of that were getting lost. And, you know, I believe in being very real and transparent, and just because I write about these things doesn't mean I've arrived or I've achieved this perfect, simple life by any means, obviously. I struggle, you know, daily, just like everyone else. And so I believe that is so important to share that with others, which is why I'm 
talking about it, even on the podcast. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I don't struggle or pretend that I have, you know, I live this simple little house on the prairie life and life is perfect and I figured it all out because that's not true at all. Do I desire simple? Yes. Is it a journey? Yes. It is a faith walk. It's a journey and God is refining me in the process. And so I feel like this last year, we just had such a crazy year with Grace going off to college and that's a huge life transition. I can't even tell you how much that took me off guard being such a huge life transition. I mean, I know it it seems like a no-brainer that going off to college would be a huge life transition, right? But there has been such an emotional roller coaster with the whole thing from, you know, when she went to college to then when she comes home, it's another whole emotional roller coaster again because then I don't want to send her back when she goes <laughs> and it's just been hard. So that that emotional roller coaster hasn't even ended yet. Um, that whole transition phase, it's definitely not just like you send them off and then you move on. It's a whole new transition in life. Um, but the year leading up to that was, you know, her senior year and there was so much going on and all of that. And so it's such a funny, not funny, it's such an obvious life picture for us because last year, our garden, if anyone knows, when we moved to this hobby farm, one of the big things we wanted to do was to build a large garden and to be able to grow enough food to share, to share with our community. And that's why we named our little hobby farm Love's Farm. And so, you know, we wanted to be able to share um, our harvest with others and as a way to connect in the community and, you know, to nourish people physically, but also spiritually to be able to share the gospel and just whatever, you know, God would do with that with our giving. And so, you know, that was beautiful. The first year or two was great. The third year was a little eh with the garden. It started to get a little less. And then last year, our garden didn't grow anything. Well, it did. It grew weeds. Um, but we just, our whole garden just became, um, um, outgrown and overgrown and just we gave up like halfway through the summer we were just like that's it we're done the garden is on its own at this point and you know we were just too busy to keep up with it last year but it's such a picture it's such a picture when I think about it of like wow you know I feel like we got off track a little bit just because life was distracting me and as much as I try so hard to get rid of all distractions that is my ministry here you know I also am continuing to fight that battle and so we said in the summer, like, just forget it. The garden is done this year. We we didn't grow anything barely for ourselves, let alone to give away. Next year, we said we'll start over. And so this coming year, we will start over the garden. We're going to go completely from scratch. We need to start everything over. The whole thing, Steve tore down all the boxes. It's just going to be redeemed. And I love that picture, that word that we can redeem. You know, we can we can renew it. So... There's that. And one of the ways that I'm excited about, you know, getting back to simple and and getting back to what we had intended originally for ourselves here, you know, growing your own food and raising animals and living out here in a tiny little town, which I love so much. Um, it's not like we're growing the garden just because we want to save money or grow organic food. And of course, those are wonderful, you know, things that come from it benefits but that's not really our main purpose when we moved out here we really wanted to get back to that mindset of simple of growing our own food of working hard for our own food you know in a day and age where everything is always simple and I'm not simple but like easy and um you know quick and digital and you know technology we just wanted to get back to like 
simple and we grow our own food and we work hard and we feel accomplished. And one of the most beautiful things I find about being in the garden or outside is connecting with God. I see God everywhere. When I'm in the garden, I mean, where else can you learn that a dead seed comes back to life? but in the garden and in the Bible, right? And there's so many like pictures and imagery and analogies and um, things in the Bible that are represented by a garden. And there's just so much. So I see God when I'm in my garden in like every single way. And I I find such peace out there and I can think about that. And so um, one of the things that we're going to be doing, you know, this year, um, now that we're back at after um, our homeschool break from Christmas time, Um, My youngest son, Ethan, the little farmer boy who has the animals and everything, he and I on Tuesdays spend the entire day together while the other kids and Steve are all out at a homeschool program. And we're always looking for different things to do on Tuesdays. I'm always like, should we take a field trip? You know, we can do special things because it's like it's rare to get a child to yourself for the entire day. And so we just talked about it this Tuesday and we said, you know what, We're, we're, we're not we're not going to be able to say anymore that we don't have time for the garden and we're so busy because we're going to take Tuesdays and we're going to dedicate Tuesdays to redeeming that garden. And so number one, this will be a beautiful school lesson for him. Who needs science when you have the garden? I mean, and the animals and all of that stuff, that will be his school on Tuesdays. And I'm looking forward to getting out there and connecting with him and and working and, you know, planning our garden. That's what we did this past Tuesday. We looked through the seed catalog and we just, you know, just dreaming about what we want to grow and, you know, where we need to even start. Because like I said, everything right now is a disaster. And so I feel like just doing that and getting back to... um, that that whole just, you know, slowing down from the pace of life, carving out time to be out there um, is going to be a good thing. One of the other things I've been thinking about a lot about getting back to simple, I shared an article on Facebook on my Simply Living for Him page this week. If you haven't seen it, I'd encourage you to go read it. I don't often share things unless I really, really believe it's worth sharing. You know, I see things all the time that are good, but I really only, I don't want to clutter up your newsfeed. So I only believe in sharing things that are really good. So this is one of them that was one of the best I've seen in a long time. And it talked about, you know, modern day um, being feminine and a homemaker and how like that whole idea of homemaking has been crushed by feminism because it's like what do you mean that's all you do you only take care of your home and your family like you should achieve to do more and I don't believe that is true one bit I mean the strong um, backbone of a society is based on the family and how can we have strong families if we don't have strong women raising children and and taking care of the home properly if everything's a shortcut and everything's done fast and everything is you know done so that you can get to something else then it's not done well and so i'm this isn't at all to start any kind of conversation between working mothers and stay-at-home mothers and all that but what i do want to say is that homemaking is a high calling, I believe, and it should never be looked down upon because our family structure is so important to our entire society. And families need to be strong so that we are raising a strong next generation. And so, you know, this whole article spoke to me so much. And, you know, I really was thinking afterwards about 
how I want to get back to simple by embracing my homemaking again and not just throwing dinner on the table just to get it done and really seeing it as I'm serving my family and this is my calling. This is my job. And, you know, a lot of times it's like you get into this spirit of, well, look at all I do for you guys. You know, I do this and I do that and I clean up this and I clean up that. And you know what? It really needs to be, this is my job and I am here to serve my family and I'm honoring God when I do that. And so, you know, just getting back to that mindset of embracing the service that I provide in my home and not running away from that and shying away from that. Excuse me. I just got a little uh, cough there <laughs> and feeling, um, you know, like almost embarrassed to say you're a homemaker. I've had that, you know, totally when I've had people ask me, so what do you do? And I say, I, I, I raise my children. Well, what else? Like, you know, there must be something more. And, you know, Steve always says, well, tell them that you have a podcast and you're a writer and you're a blogger and you're a speaker. And I'm always like, eh, I <laughs> like I don't define myself by that, you know, and <clears throat> I'm like, I don't need to, you know, I don't feel the need to say, well, I'm a homemaker, but I also do all these things to, you know, justify like that I have purpose. If I did nothing else but to raise my children, homeschool them every day, take care of my home, you know, keep it tidy, keep it neat, share Jesus, provide good meals, take care of my family, like, I think we're good, right? I, like, if you really think about it, we are raising the next generation. Why on earth do we look down on that as an occupation? And so I want to encourage you, you know, stop. If you're looking at like January, we all do this kind of like reevaluating our, our life because it's a new year and all that. And if you've just been feeling overwhelmed or tired or you don't know what your purpose is, you know, just stop, 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 stop all the extra stuff. Get back to simple. Just get back to the feet of Jesus. That's what I want to do. I want to get back to the feet of Jesus. You know, it is my desire to have less clutter and more joy. I wrote about that in my, my devotional that I just put out that's um, just been released this month, which, by the way, thank you all for um, buying it and telling me that it's blessing you. You'll hear more about that at the end of the episode. But, you know, less clutter, more joy. And our joy doesn't come just from having less clutter. Our joy comes from Jesus. Because ultimately, just like I say at the top of this episode, ultimately, the more we desire him, the less we desire the things of this world. And then we will naturally simplify our lives. The more we are with him, the less the stuff of this earth consumes us, the less we desire the stuff of this earth, and the more we just desire Jesus, and the result of that is the joy. So less clutter physically, less clutter mentally, less clutter everywhere on your schedule, you know, everything. More joy because you have more Jesus. And so I want to get back to his feet. I've been spending so much more time in the Word lately. Like I said, He's been working on me and some things and some personal things and things that I need a little bit of refining and growing and pruning. And so I've really been um, spending more time with Him. <clears throat> and one thing I actually did, this is an, kind of another aside, but still relates to this. I started listening to the Bible on audio. Oh my goodness, what a difference. I mean, it doesn't replace my reading of the Bible, but I've been driving in the car. I had a couple longer drives this week. I mean, where I live, every drive is a long drive. But <laughs> a couple longer drives this week. And, and um, coincidentally, doctor appointments. And so I 
have been listening to the Bible in the car and I've been hearing things that like I don't feel like I normally would I might skip over just reading and I don't mean skip over the words but skip over the truth there I've been hearing things that I don't normally notice it's been so cool so anyone out there who feels like they are too busy to get in the Bible they're too busy to read turn on an audio Bible you can go to any Bible app they read it to you I have the version app on my phone just press the button. It'll read it to me. It reads it to me in the car or wherever I am. If you're cooking dinner, if you're taking you know, a rest, I know a lot of you are saying you have no time, but if you have time to rest, you could listen to the Bible. Um, if you are you know, um, in the car, like I said, and what a beautiful thing for your kids to hear it too while you're driving in the car. Um, you know, Whatever it is you're doing around the house, if you're folding laundry, let's redeem that time because the more we fill our minds with his truth, the less we think about the things of this world that are kind of cluttering up our lives, right? Um, the less time we desire to scroll on the internet when we've been spending time with the Lord, the less time we desire on, you know, all those things that sort of weigh us down um, because we're operating out of his truth first. We must fill our minds with his truth so that our soul has been penetrated by the word of God. It then permeates through our entire being and flows out into our actions. And so it's not that we just throw the Bible in on Sunday or, you know, once at night, you know, before bed, we read a quick verse or whatever it is. It's that we are operating out of the Bible. Like everything we do is because we are filled up on him. And I feel like that was part of the transformation in me this week when I really, really felt like not worried at all after the doctor and such a sense of peace. It's because I'm operating so much more lately out of the word, right? I'm not getting panicked and then going to the word to look for a verse to comfort me, which certainly is okay. I'm not saying it's not. But because I'm filled up on his word first, when I get the news at the doctor, I'm like, okay, great. So be it. The Lord is in control. The Lord is good. And all of a sudden, like all the scriptures are there already. Does that make sense? So I'm desiring to do that more and more and more. And I'm just really excited to see what the Lord has in store for me in 2020. Like I said, I almost quit the ministry last week. I almost shut the whole thing down. And Steve reminded me, look, you don't have to, you know, try to keep up with everyone else. You don't have to do all these things. You just have to follow God. And he will show you how your ministry is supposed to look. And he will provide for the ministry. And things will work out. Just keep your heart pure. And there were things, you know, I'm like, oh, I messed up and I, you know, I don't know what I'm doing. And he's just like, Karen, you're human. You're human. And make sure people know that you are an imperfect human that is running a ministry because you desire God and you want to point others to him. And, you know, I have to say that because I am just human and sometimes I mess up and sometimes things get messed up. But that is the basis of my ministry, right? That I'm pointing people to Jesus and we are all imperfect and that's why we all need Jesus. So it's just been an interesting week, but I really desire for 2020 to really continue to live out of the Bible this way. Like I said, um, it helped me when I got, you know, kind of unexpected news to not panic, but just 
I already had the truth in me. And so, and I was listening to the Bible on the way there. So that probably helped a lot. Um, so I really desire to just keep the Bible at the forefront of my mind to continue to immerse myself in his word and his truths, even when I don't feel like it. Because admittedly, there are days I don't feel like it. I'm just an imperfect human, right? Like everyone else. And so I'm just really desiring as the starting point to just keep my main focus on his word and let everything else unfold. I'm not going to try to figure out the future. I'm not going to overanalyze everything. I'm taking one day at a time because I don't know what tomorrow brings, right? I don't know what tomorrow brings. The Only the Lord knows. So why wouldn't I live as closely as I can to him, right? The one who knows the future. Instead of worrying about the unknown future all the time, live closely to the one who knows the future. And so we're going to be getting back to our garden. Steve even said um, that he would like to come on the podcast. He's like, you know what? Maybe I'll come on the podcast like once a month and do a little update. We could talk about updates about Love's Farm. And I don't know if this is actually going to happen. We just discussed it the other day. Um, But he was like, maybe, you know, even if it's just like 10 minutes at the top of one of your episodes. And I was like, you know what? We might do that. If you would like to hear that, let me know. So then I would be able to definitely do it. Or tell me if you're like, nah, I don't want to hear it because then I want to know that too. I don't want to clutter up your life. I don't want the podcast to be be junk. You know, I don't want my uh, Facebook page or my Instagram to be junk. I try to be very purposeful in what I provide and that it always points you to Jesus. And so a lot of people though, like even if you don't live in the city, I mean, in the country, if you live in the city, like the idea of hearing about how we're over here trying to kind of streamline things and um, get back to simple, get back to, um, you know, focusing on things that matter uh, so that we can be pointed to Jesus. And, And like I said, just sometimes it's so good to just get back to the slow life, the simple life, the life that, you know, our grandparents lived without all the technology, without all the stuff all the time. The other day I posted on Instagram, it got a lot of feedback. I'll share it here in case you missed it. Go check out the post. Um, I was in my little teeny tiny town. We have 1800 people in our town. And I had to go to the post office and I wanted to get there really early when they opened one morning because I was sending out a package to my dear college daughter, and I wanted it to get to her at a certain time. So I went the day, the morning that it opened, like right at 8.30, and I walk into the building, which is like so teeny tiny. It's so small that they close every day an hour for lunch. <laughs> so it's really teeny tiny. There were like three people in there, and it felt crowded because it was so small. And, you know, I, I was standing there, and everybody was just sort of like, you know, oh, excuse me, I'm sorry, because we're like stepping over each other because there's three people in this tiny building. And, (laughs) and I just was kind of struck by the kindness and the genuineness. And, you know, you forget this like real life connection that we're created for because we're all so busy on social media and it's replacing, you know, that real life connection. Even though we're more connected than ever via social media, we are also very disconnected. And believe me, I love social media because I have been able to connect with thousands and thousands of people around the world. So I love social media, but it can't be my only connection. We still need to have those real life connections. So I'm standing there in the post office and just so struck by the warmth and the humanity and just you know, the good morning, how are you looking in people's eyes, like just caring about people. And then I was looking across the street and there was a little like, you know, in my little town, there's a bank, an antique store, um, the post office, and a little like deli type place. That's it. That's our center of town. 
that's it <laughs> and then farms all around and so um the little deli place you know like i'm looking at it and i'm just thinking and this is what i put a picture of on facebook um and on Instagram, I'm just thinking, you know, there's like the little men that sit in there, the older men. My husband told me this because he went in one day to get coffee. And I'm like, you want to be one of those men one day, don't you? You know, he's like, they're sitting around reading the paper, you know, talking about the old days. And they're like the regulars. And I love that. I want to be a little old lady regular somewhere someday, right? You know, there's a wonderful thing about connecting online and all that. But there's a beautiful thing about the human connection that we were made for. And that's another thing I want to get back to this year, real life, real people connections. And I will say that's one of the things I am so grateful for. I'm doing homeschool consulting. As you guys know, I started back up again yesterday for 2020 with some clients and these phone calls um, take, I take these appointments take place over the phone or FaceTime, which is really the next best thing as to being um, together in person. But most of my clients are in different states. So all of them are in fact. So um, you know, actually not all of them, but most of them. So, you know, it's um, such a blessing for me because, you know, I can only help or talk or encourage or just connect with someone so much over an email or a Facebook post, right? And to be able to just sit for an hour and hear someone's story and even look in their eyes via FaceTime um, and, you know, enjoy a cup of coffee with them. It's just a beautiful thing. So I'm so excited to be continuing to offer homeschool consulting um, this year. If you need somebody to talk shop, to talk homeschooling with, uh, go to my website. I will link in the show notes as well. And the other thing is, you know, just doing more events live. Like I said, there's only so much connection I can do over a podcast or over Facebook and Instagram. But you know, we're hosting, well, my church is hosting an event in February. If you are local to Chester, New Jersey, I would love to see you. This is again, a real life event that I can hang out with women for the day and talk shop about Jesus. So this isn't a homeschool event at all. It is a event for all women who want to seek Jesus more. We're going to sit at his feet for the day. We're going to listen to the word of God. We're going to dig into the word of God. We're going to pray. We're going to worship. We're going to fellowship together. Lunch is provided by my church, and they're only charging $10 as a suggested donation. If you can't pay the $10, you can still come. It's a suggested donation, but there are tickets available right now, and I will. Um, and they're going fast. So if you want to come, I will link that as well in the show notes. It's February 22nd. It's a Saturday from 10 to 4. And I just am so excited. Um, there will be another friend joining me to give a session, um, Mrs. Jackie Foster. She's an amazing Bible teacher. You will not want to miss this. So I'll be giving two sessions. She'll be giving a session, and we are going to point women to Jesus. So I would love for you to join me there. But that's, you know, what I'm excited about this year is getting out there. I'm going to six Teach Them Diligently events. Hopefully I can meet with a lot more families at those events. But really, besides all those events and speaking engagements and all that, I want to connect with people at the grocery store. You guys know I love Aldi. If you follow me on Instagram, you know I love Aldi. I want to connect with people at the Aldi. I want to connect with people wherever I am. I want to get out of my little bubble, get back to simple life, you know, to what we were made for, to honor God, to love others, and to share his truth with a world that surely 
needs it. So those are just a few of the ways that I'm looking to get back to simple this year, trying to get my mind back, my focus back. And I'm starting with really immersing myself in his word and then hoping to bring that out there to the world. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you are kind of on the same page, I want to hear from you. I want to continue the conversation. Feel free to email me to comment wherever you're um, listening to this podcast, comment on the Facebook, on the Instagram posts, and share with me. And I would love, love, love to meet you in person. So if you can visit one of the events that I will be speaking at, um, I would love to see you there. And one more thing, the Simply Living for Him devotional, which I mentioned in this episode, is now available on Amazon. It is over 400 pages. It is 100 devotions that are written by me. um, But what we really wanted is to have you be in the Word first. Because I really believe that what God has to say is a lot more important than what I have to say. So we have provided three pages of note-taking and journal-taking first with the Bible verse, the Scripture passage. And then I have written a devotion after that for each of the scripture um, that is in the book. And so if you've loved my, you know, stories over the years or my encouragement, that's what you're going to get in the 100 different devotions. Thank you to all who have been telling me that it's blessing you. My goal with that book is really to get women in the word, right? And to get them in the word first before they listen to what anyone else has to say. So that's how we uniquely designed it. Um, It's a little bit different than most devotionals you will see out there. But I'm really excited about it. If you have been blessed by it and you want to, you know, rate it on Amazon or review it, that would be wonderful as well. Um, you know, if you feel so led. So that is a little bit about what's been going on here. And I thank you again for listening. And until the next time, I wish you blessings and joy.